Welcome to Up Yours Downstairs, the podcast that's terribly concerned about ISIS. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kelly Anakin. I'm Tom Schneider. And again, yeah, very super concerned. concerned. Yeah, this is not... This is not what we asked for. Nor is it being treated with the gravity it deserves. Absolutely not. Right. Like, ISIS plotline greater than song anything that's going on with Edith. Yeah. At any rate. Yes. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. We're very excited to be bringing you this instant take. Mm-hmm. We actually uh, used the ITV website this time. That's instead right. Instead of downloading a series of pox-ridden files <laughs> to right. watch this episode. Yeah. Uh, we have to say, not super impressed with the legit ads. Like, I kind of miss right. the naked ladies who insist they want to have sex with me. <laughs> right. That was a lot of fun because they were very determined. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, pixelated. You know, I was like, wow, like you've been airbrushed. Right. I was like, you look great. Right. Uh, but now we've just got uh, people in period costume using an Amazon Fire. Which is like, who? In an ad campaign that was specifically designed for this. Right. And I'm like, Bezos? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Anyway, okay. Not important. Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's. Number one, ISIS is sick. Yeah, y'all. And like, McGee seems to be the only one that gives a shit. I know. Lord Grantham is just like, oh, well, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, no, why are you not dropping everything? Like, isn't she a billion years old? Yeah, and also, isn't she the most important person in your life, Lord Grantham? She is. Yeah. He said so multiple t- this whole thing with Bricker has thrown their relationship asunder. <laughs> it really has. Anyway, so Isis, somebody suggests she might be pregnant, and Lord Grantham's like, oh, she can't be, which I kind of agree with, because again, this dog has been around since at least 1914 <laughs> or 17, right. or whenever Series 2 started. Right. That's when Isis came on the scene. Like, yeah. it's been a while. It has been a while. And she was a full-grown dog at that time. Right. Anyway, Isis, our prayers are with you. We want you to pull through. <laughs> yes. Uh, McGee and Lord G, they make up. Right. Uh, also, McGee killing it this season. Oh my God, yes. She is a force to be reckoned with. Right. Because she basically, like, he's like not sleeping with her still, mm-hmm. like a bitch. <laughs> So she goes to see him in her night clothes in his dressing room with his fucking twin bed. <laughs> yes. And he's like, um,. By the way, if you've never had a flirtation or entertained any kind of attention from the female sex, well, then you can stay here. But if you have, I expect you to be in bed with me tonight. Yeah. And he totally, like, he thinks about it in his stupid pouty way. Yeah. And then he's like, it's like, it's like a cartoon. He's like, and he zips out of bed to go back and be with her. Because he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I definitely did that. Yeah. Remember Jane? Yeah. Even though we've all tried to block her out? No, I know. Like, you're right to feel like that never happened, but it did. It's like season two of Friday Night Lights. (laughs) It is. Uh, okay. So they make up. That all seems fine. Yeah, that seems to be done. Also, killing it fashion-wise. I predict, we haven't seen the rest of the season, but honestly, this is going to be a rough episode for the Gibson girl. It is. And a very rough one, honestly, for the Fashion Backwards Award for Backwards Fashion, a.k.a. the backing. (laughs) Right. Because everybody looked super on point. It's pretty true. Like, everybody looked real good. Yeah. Like, Like, don't worry, we'll figure it out. But still. The jazz age. Yeah. Who knew? Well, yeah. I mean, Mary, apparently. (sighs) Well, we'll get to her. (laughs) Uh, third up on the hit list, Eve Crawley, Terminal Bummer slash Baby Stealer. Yeah, well... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down, everyone. <laughs> Just calm the fuck down. Fine. All right, so, 
Lady Edith, in the first moments of the episode, gets a telegram right. from some guy right. about Mr. Gregson. Yeah. That's basically like, oh, your boo's dead. Yeah. And like, like that... we have known that he's dead. Right. He's clearly dead. He's clearly dead. He's clearly most sincerely dead. Uh, and as dead. we hear from Lord Grantham and McGee later, it was definitely this Herr Hitler. Right. Uh, that no one's ever heard of, who's in jail for five years, writing Mein Kampf. Yes. Uh, in the beer putch, the beer hall putch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, somebody definitely wrote in about. Uh, and you right, yeah. And was correct. So, so good so, call somebody. Well done, you. <laughs> yeah. Let us know who you were. And yeah, we'll sure. we'll say something about it. Absolutely. Um, anyway, so he's definitely dead, and Edith has now inherited his publishing company, which is... Right, which like, seems great. A, like, that's... As silver linings for really shit events go, yeah, that's pretty dope. And that was mentioned like for a second and yeah. has not come up again at all. Anyway, so she's inherited that. So what she decides to do right. is finally live up to the expectations of baby stealing that we've been projecting on her for months. Yep. I'm going to say months. Well, because she already stole that baby last season. Right. She, she has very a history, a track history of stealing uh, babies. So she goes over to the Drew's house yeah. and is like, I'm going to take this baby. Bye. Yeah. And we are super team pig lady. We are. Because pig lady says to pig man, she is like, you couldn't have been more awful if you had been having an affair. Right. You, that wouldn't have been more false. Yes. Yeah. I knew it was something period appropriate. Yeah. No. And, and it's listen, true. It's absolutely true. Listen. People have various relationships with their spouses, right? right? But I think no matter what you're doing, the fundamental thing has to be honesty. Yeah. Like, you've got to be honest. Yeah. And you can't... And this would have been an easy sell, I think. She likes babies a lot. All he would have... Look... The fundamental thing is he didn't trust his wife right. to not sell out Lady Edith. And yeah. in doing so, he made them enemies, mm-hmm. which made this, which we all saw coming. Right. If the pig man couldn't see that she just needed somebody to keep that baby warm for her mm-hmm. while she figured out her next move, then he is dumber than the pigs that he tends. Right. Has he not seen this behavior among pigs? Right. Because I feel like it come up, you know. Yeah, because pigs, piglet, pigs and, are very know. much like humans. Yeah. If the works of Margaret Atwood have taught us anything. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so Edith finds out that he's dead, that she's inherited the publishing company. She gets super mad at Mary for reasons we'll get into later. Mm -hmm. Mary, like, spoiler alert for a plot point later. Mary gets a bitchin' haircut. She does. She gets a super great haircut. And, like, Edith is, like, dressed in full mourning and, like, nobody else is. Yeah. Like, not even McGee. Right. Like, everybody's like, oh, listen, we're super not concerned. Right. It's Uh, like, that's like... That's like, you know, like, like if even you for a day, like if like, you come up to somebody together for a day and been like, we're going to wear black, like just for a day. I know, but you're not going to do this. Somebody comes up and it's like, oh, you know, my prom date just died. Well, he died a few years ago, but I just found out about it. Like, you're not going to get super worked up about it. Yeah, I'm not going to get like a black orchid for that. Right. <laughs> so anyways, so Edith gets really mad because Mary and oh, they're all going on a jolly picnic. They are. And, like, listen, dude, they didn't know that they were going to get the official word of his death before they planned that picnic. Yeah. And some bitches are trying to get laid. Yeah. There's things happening. There's definitely other people's lives moving forward. this point to point meet. Anyways, so Edith has stayed back from the jolly picnic, which we'll check in with in a moment. Right. And Tom encounters... And Tom encounters her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm running away forever. And he's like, what? Why? And she's like, uh, because everyone hates me. And he's like, fair. <laughs> right. 
Uh, Please, like, you know, I hate you the least. Do you want to fill me in at all? And she she's was like, no, not, not really. No, I'm good. So she drives to the station and leaves the car with the station master and right. leaves the keys and appears to flee just to London. Yeah. Which doesn't seem much like fleeing. I think that's why, well, yeah, you know, that's, listen, it worked for, uh, that uh, bitchy sister and that colonel she ran off with in Pride and Prejudice. It'll work for Edith. <laughs> Didn't they go to somewhere else? No, they went to London. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'm wearing a Pride and Prejudice sweatshirt <laughs> right now. It's true. Mod cloth. <laughs> Give us money. Um, anyways, so yeah, so she's there with Marigold and she's like, oh, we're going to celebrate. I'll order up ice cream and a glass of champagne. And I'm like, that baby don't care. Yeah. I mean, clear, like, well done, baby, acting out how little of a shit you give. Oh, uh, and there's this heartbreaking yeah, thing where is. Mrs. Drew gives her her teddy bear and says she won't sleep without it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, this nice lady is your new mummy. And like the baby's like, listen, I've had so many new mummies. I'm catatonic. <laughs> right. And Edith, f- how fucking dare you? Like, this just, I don't approve of this at I don't all. either. I don't, I don't either. It. I am upset. Yeah. I am not approving. Because we were so Team Edith. I know. We were super Team Edith. And now I just, ugh. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Right. All right. Now, Thomas, the friendly gay. <laughs> yeah. So Thomas has, as we all know, right. been walking around like a living corpse because he's injecting himself with something. Right. Uh, he finally goes to Baxter after having sold Baxter out to Scotland Yard. Which, whatever. Which, again, we'll maybe get to if we decide to deign <laughs> to right. discuss murder prison, which I think we have to because it overlaps with our interest in conversation. No, so that's fine. Anyway. <laughs> but he, Except does it even really? Kind of. I don't... Sh- anyway, okay. Sorry. So he goes to Miss Baxter... Takes her into one of the bathrooms, locks them in, and is like, here's all the shit I've been doing. I'm sick. And she's like, yeah, idiot. Right. Get all your shit, all of it, <laughs> all of it, yeah. and come with me, and we're going to go see Dr. Clarkson. Right. And actually, it's a pretty dope scene with Dr. Clarkson. Yeah, and yeah. It's probably, I don't know. It's like a little closer to what actual norms would have been, maybe. Right. But like, basically, Thomas has been injecting himself with the saline solution but he hasn't been disinfecting the needle right and that's why his arse has like a rash on it yeah or possibly the solution itself was never sterilized yeah. but which in is any weird because i thought the whole point of saline solution was that it was sterile but no it's that it, it it's that it has the right balance of electrolytes but oh, it could still happen okay. to carry germs yeah at any rate dr clarkson's like yeah why are you doing this and thomas was like oh i wanted to not be gay anymore right and dr clarkson is like oh i understand your code yeah. Uh, and while I think that's great because everyone knows that the gays are terrible. Right. He's like, this isn't going to work. He's like, I've seen this before. It doesn't work. Yeah. You better just accept, you know, what chance has given you basically. Right. The burden is to put on you yeah. or whatever. Which, you know, especially for a doctor and back then, like. That's pretty progressive. Well, but I'm just, I'm just saying more. I think that it's, you know, it's the same thing he tells people that come in that, you know, their legs been chopped off or whatever. I mean, I think he gets a lot of things that are just like, I mean, any doctor even today is still going to have to deal with a lot of things that are just disabilities Mm -hmm. forever. Um, and it's just like, uh, this is just another one. Yeah. But so as he's leaving with Baxter under an umbrella and they've apparently buried the hatchet somehow. I guess. And she says, you know, she really admires his initiative and think what he could achieve if he puts his mind to it. Yeah. So either Thomas is going to kill himself or he's <laughs> going to start the Edwardian It Gets Better campaign. <laughs> yeah. And man, James Collier. Wait. Rob Collier James. Rob Collier James. 
I'm like him so much. Considering how little they've given him to work with, it's bonkers. Yeah, it's bonkers. He does really well. Yeah. Next up, we have Murdy and a half slash two and a half (laughs) Murdys. I'm not sure where the fractions come in. Uh, I was writing this down, and that's just what came out. Okay. (laughs) Sure. You want to take notes? You take notes. I don't. Great. So Isabel's uh, pretty much decided she's gonna she's gonna hook up with the Mert. Yeah, she's gonna, gonna she's gonna put a ring on it. She's she's giving him her final rose or whatever. Frankly, I'm thrilled. Yeah, Isabel's had a real shit row to hoe. She has. Like, yeah. you know, her son died. She has to watch Mary slut it up with these fucking toffs. Right. Well, her son first married into a family that didn't like her, and she didn't yeah. like them. Then died. Yeah. Yeah, and Lavinia died. Yeah. Like a whole situation. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Uh, she had a real Edith go for a while. <laughs> and she tells, you know, Violet, and Violet's pretty dope about it. She's oh, yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna be a bitch about this anymore if you've decided to go with it. And Isabel's so great. She's the kind of old lady that I think we all wish we could be. Mm-hmm. Cause she's like, this is my last adventure. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's a really great way to think of it. And yeah. it's not a huge plot point. Like, we never see her. It's Marie. not, but... but... she, you know, because she says to Violet she's going to announce when they're all together, basically. Right. Um, but that her talking about the it being her adventure causes a reaction... In Violet. In Violet. Well, and this is... We didn't... Well, then, because that's... Yeah, because, okay. Well, there's also the bit with the maid. Like, the maid... Oh, right. The I forgot about... The maid doesn't understand about the laundry, and it's very annoying. Yeah, there's and, a whole like, conflict going on in the Dowager Spratt? household. Yeah, like, we like Spratt, but this new maid, I'm not a fan of. Danker? Danker? I think I think her name is Danker. Yeah. Well, uh, that was her first mistake. Her well, second mistake was not washing the Dowager's well, look, small clothes. The Dowager has a policy that she only applies... She only employs servants with absurd last names. Fair. So... Her last mate's name was Collins. Oh, right. Well, there I mean, goes unless that Unless it theory. was after the, the drink. <laughs> well, that's why Collins got run out. <laughs> she was running a speakeasy out of the Dowager house. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Dowager goes to see Prince Kragayan. Is that his Kragan, name? I think. I could be wrong. And but that's what I think. she's like, oh, hey, your wife's not dead, maybe. And he's like, I love you. <laughs> right. And we're all like, what? Yeah. But they, I mean... They've got some, like, for two people as old as those actors are, yeah. it is super hot. Yeah. Well, and they definitely have something going on in he their says past. he always loved her more than Irina. Yeah. And that, you know, he still, like, if Irina was dead, he'd be like, let's do this. Right. And she, and like, and, but, I mean, she has this really interesting point where she's like, well, neither of us were unhappy. God, what did he say? He says that, but you would say that even, you would say that regardless, you would find being unhappy in a marriage to be ill-bred. Yes. And she's like, you do know me. Yeah. And it's, emotions, we were having them. We were. I'm curious if and where this is going. Yeah, me too. And I mean, it's so fascinating that the show, I mean, the show's always been very Mm woman-driven, but now all of the men seem super incidental. Yeah. Like, even Lord Grantham. Yeah, you know, Lord Grantham, I mean, I guess, I mean, really, Thomas had the most impactful, pretty much. Sisters doing it for themselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, okay, Mary's a stylish bitch. Yes. Mary's being dressed by Anna and is basically like, I don't know why Edith's in such a tizzy, because, like, fuck that guy. Yeah. And Anna's like, why are you such a bitch? And Mary's like, because I can. Right. And it's great. Yeah. Uh, so Mary's like, do you think I look frumpy? And Anna's like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> right. Uh, but Mary's like, oh, I better do something, because Charles Blake and Tony Gilliam, Gilly! Yeah. Are going to be at this thing. They're coming down to some horse race right. that all the Toffs are participating in. Right. And they're staying at Downton because that's a great idea. Like, and they've, like, 
Blake and Gilly have like concocted this themselves. Yeah, yeah. This is just wow. Right. This is some No, I will I'll wa- I'm want to go back when we go party through nonsense. I want to break down exactly how this all logistically came together i agree i agree anyway mary goes into york and gets her hair cut by you know the carson kressler (laughs) of of post-world war one york and uh she gets this adorable bob i mean Mm -hmm. it is adorable Mm -hmm. it is so cute it looks great Mm -hmm. great 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 yeah on michelle dockery yes and she leaves and what does he say he's like it looks good on her most of them look like shaved dogs no bald monkeys balding monkeys something like that either way yeah he also drops his accent yeah a bit harsh yeah (laughs) uh anyways but she looks good, as even he acknowledges. She looks good, and everybody in the family more or less seems okay. Granny is a bit pissed. Yeah. She's like, oh, I thought a boy came in in your clothes. Yeah. And then Edith does her whole fit, where she's like, my one weird boyfriend died. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Right. Terminal bummer. Yeah. So, Mary... And I will say this, too. Like, Mary is over-the-top bitchy about it. Oh, yeah. Like, to Edith in particular this episode, to the point where I, like... Like, not that I wanted her to be differently, but I was like, well, I can't really defend that entirely. No, you can't. Yeah. So, um, they all get to the horse racing thing, which is, like, sort of being sponsored by Rose's bow. Yeah, and his family. Is his name Anton something? No. It's... Atticus. Yeah, Atticus. Yeah, Atticus. Sure. Atticus, what's his name? Right. And so, it's a, it's, it's a big to-do. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll get to the to-do with Rose in a second. But the yeah. to-do with Mary is not only have Charles Blake and Gilly shown up, uh, our very new favorite, That's Miss right. Lane Fox, mm-hmm. is also writing. Yeah. And we discover that it's been this whole scam where it's like Charles Blake and Lane Fox have hooked up to make Mary and Gilly jealous, respectively, so that they can both marry who they want to marry. Right. Which I admire yeah. their moxie. Yeah. This level of aristocratic planning <laughs> yeah it's really great uh i'm excited to see where all this goes because the plot thickens mm-hmm. and not only are gilly and blake gonna stay at downton uh miss lane fox has been invited up as well yeah so i'm imagining there will be some you know turkish gentleman style shenanigans happening quite possibly up at the big house yeah so then was well, you know because you can't let anybody get within 50 feet of mcgee or they'll stay at downton like yeah. it's just oh yeah she's like oh please <laughs> i'm so sick of my husband <laughs> we can have lunch <laughs> uh so rose has been protesting a bit much yeah about old atticus right and saying oh no we're just friends and also i love how rose has no problems like i as, know she in the first scene like as edith is getting this horrible telegram yeah she's like Eating some toast in the most flippant way. Toast. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, la, 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 la. I love toast. <laughs> and then Edith is like, my love is dead. And Rose is like, oh, can I have a benefit? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is. Anyway, so his parents meet Lord and Lady Grantham, yeah. her de facto parents. And they point out the Dowager and Isabel. Right. And, uh, the dowager says, oh, you know, if Rose's young man's parents are meeting Robert and Cora, it must be very serious. And Isabel says, oh, you know, I was reading an article. And he knows not like the Catholics. She won't have to convert. Right. And uh, is, uh, Violet is like, uh, say what? <laughs> and then Isabel's like, oh, yeah, they're Jewish. Like, it's fine. Right. And then uh, the dowager's like, oh, it's always something. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, you're 
your husband married a Jewish person. So shouldn't well, her, you be yeah. used to this by now? Your, her son. Who did I say? Her husband. Well, he may have as well. We don't really <laughs> know what his deal was. That's true. It's a mystery. Anyway, um, so I guess that might be a thing. I'm ah, again. Yeah. I'm very. I'm very yeah. curious. They're playing it up a lot more. Right. I mean, we had Cora telling Bricker yeah. about her family history. Yeah. So and well, I'm uh, obsessed with like religion. Right. So I'm really excited to hear kind of how this plays out, Absolutely. particularly with everything happening in Germany. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very uh, interesting time. Yeah, it is. So we're really excited to see where this goes. Rose seems pretty. Uh, she seems pretty excited about this dude. Yeah, absolutely. I know she's very like it's it's all going quite well as far as the two of them are concerned. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so then we uh, have Mrs. Patmore's retirement. So she oh, goes right. to see this cottage that she's considering investing in, mm-hmm. and she's kind of offered the olive branch to Carson, and he goes as well. Right. And you know, Mrs. Patmore goes and sees the cottage and is like, "Oh yeah, I'll totally take it." Yeah. Even though there's an outdoor privy. Right. And, and they all reminisce about how yeah yeah everyone used to privy outdoors yeah uh, but so she decides to take it and what is interesting about that is that after she's chosen to do that Carson comes into Mrs Hughes's parlor and says uh what do you think if we invested in a property together and then we'd have some money for retirement mm-hmm. listen we're not shipping quit we're, shipping we're not quit trying to ship right but it's not entirely clear to me to what extent. I don't think it's real. Sh- I think it's just right. him being like, you're my most trusted person. We've both been here for ages and ages. And yeah. we, you know, we don't have a 401k. We don't right. know what's up. Well, because that's before at the at the place that Patmore was looking at. He was like, so what do you think? You know, have you thought about what will happen to you after you retire? And all she can say is, well, I might not live long enough to retire. <laughs> so that's that's a plan. Yeah. yeah no. And it's. So, and she's, um, she's not sure. Yeah. We're going to wait and see the next episode. We are. Molesley is giving books to Daisy. Right. And that's Which, pretty much all we have to say. It pretty much is all we have to say. I mean, Although Daisy's the still at the light. Although, the they have is kind of touching. Because it is. Because he's like, oh, I was really good in school. Yeah. And it actually makes sense for Molesley. Like, he's yeah. so feckless right everywhere else like he was supposed to be in academia yeah you know yeah, he was he was absolutely supposed to get his phd yeah and bumble around right uh but you know it's sweet daisy's continuing with her studies and yeah. she feels very uh very confident which mm-hmm. is exciting to see yeah <sighs> dun, dun, dun. murder prison Right. So we're going to fly through this. Turns out Bates didn't kill Green, which, which then, how did Green what, get killed? I assume he poisoned himself with a pie. Anyways. I think that's what happened. The real thing that's interesting here is that Bates gets mad at Anna because he finds Mary's uh, married love and contraceptive device. device. I think it's a cervical cap. I think, yeah. I mean, I, I think, really well, just think given the size be. of it. Yeah. Like, because it wasn't anyway, like a Anyway, so he finds anything. that and he gets mad at Anna because he thinks that Anna's being like, oh no, I totally want your baby. Secretly, I don't want your baby. <laughs> and it is so dumb. And it's like, Baxter dumb. gets questioned by the police and for the love of Christ, yeah. can we be fucking done with this? I know. Aren't there other murders that the police could be solving at nope. this point? Nope. Nope, only this one. What about Gregson? Yeah. Like, it took them a year to solve that murder. That's true. <sighs> yeah. And uh, why did... Why? Bates didn't kill him. Bah! I say. I, bah! Listen, I can't even... I just don't care anymore. Right. I'm so bored. Yeah. And at least him and Anna having the fight about the contraceptives was remotely interesting. Yeah. Like, that part was fine. Also, we'll there's another it. maid named Lily or something. 
Yeah, she's around. Yeah. I think she has been. I, I think don't she was know, around man. last year. It's hard to say. It is. No, because I think she got mentioned because uh, she's Edith's. And in uh, the very first scene, somebody was like, oh, maybe let Lily know that Edith's going to be all like whiny. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yeah. uh, that brings us to the end of the instant take. Yeah, it does. So until next time, up, up yours, yours downstairs, downstairs luncheon out. <laughs>